Psalm 50, an Asaph Psalm. El, the God Lord, he spoke and called to the earth from the sun's rising place to its setting, from Zion, the zenith of beauty, God shone forth. Let our God come and not be silent. Before him fire consumes, and round about him great storming. Let him call to the heavens above and to the earth to judge his people. Gather me, my faithful, who with sacrifice seal my pact, and let the heavens tell his justice. For God, he is judge, Salah. Hear, O my people, that I may speak, Israel, that I may witness to you, God, your God, I am. Not for your sacrifices shall I reprove you. Your burnt offerings always before me. I shall not take from your house a bull, nor goats from your pens. For mine are all beasts of the forest, the herds on the thousand mountains. I know every bird of the mountains. Creatures of the field are with me. Should I hunger? I would not say to you, for mine is the world and its fullness. Would I eat the flesh of fat bulls? Would I drink of the blood of goats? Sacrifice to God a thanksgiving, and pay to the high one your vows, and call me on the day of distress. I will free you, and you shall revere me. And to the wicked, God said, Why do you recount my statutes, and bear my pact in your mouth, when you have despised chastisement and flung my words behind you? If you see a thief, you run with him and with an adulteress as your lot. You let loose your mouth in evil, and your tongue clings fast to deceit. You sit against your brothers you speak, your mother's son you slander. These you have done, and I was silent. I imagined I could indeed be, you imagined I could indeed be like you. I reprove you, make a case before your eyes. Understand this, you who forget God, lest I tear you apart, with no one to save you. He who sacrifices thanksgiving reveres me and sets out on the proper way. I will show him God's rescue. So today I read from Robert Alter's translation of Psalm 50. Uh, this is a psalm that I have um, some fairly vivid memories of uh, because we had a, um, a class about finances at church. Um, wow, this was many, many years ago, um, maybe 10, um, something like that. And uh, one of the lines that um, uh, we, or one of the verses that we talked about was uh, verse 10, uh, for mine are the beasts of the forest, the herds on the thousand hills, or a thousand mountains is the way this translation um, uh, uh, renders that. And uh, the idea is that, um, you know, God doesn't need your sacrifice in order to eat. Uh, so there hasn't been a sacrifice in the temple um, for 2,000 years uh, because the temple in Jerusalem uh, was destroyed and hasn't been rebuilt. Uh, but that obviously doesn't mean that God is starving. He isn't starving. He doesn't have any hunger because he has um, access to everything he needs. He doesn't need us. Um, to provide sacrifices. Um, in uh, many ways, he doesn't need us to worship him. Uh, that's, not, uh, that's not a thing where he is insufficient unless he has someone to worship him, which is a common, I think, misunderstanding of um, 
how sacrifice and worship uh, work. That's an understandable one because in ancient cultures, that was in fact the idea that you had to sacrifice <clears throat> an animal so that God would be able to eat. Uh, but that's not the way the, the Israelites um, or the Jews um, considered sacrifice. Um, and by extension, it's not the way that um, I consider uh, or I think about uh, giving money uh, to my church. Um, giving 10% is um, something that I believe, 10% of the income, uh, the tithe, is something that I believe um, we should be doing. And then I believe on top of that, we should be giving um, for Thanksgiving and to meet special needs. Um, but uh, the message of this psalm is that um, God doesn't need those things from us. He isn't waiting around uh, <laughs> to be able to accomplish his goals until we give money to um, a religious organization. He can uh, take care of people uh, who are in need without um, us. And so wh why, why do we have um, the offering, uh, the concept of worship? Um, and the answer is, um, I believe, because it's, it's for our good. Um, it's good for us to give up something to benefit someone else or to um, worship God, uh, making sacrifices, um, you know, not with animals anymore, but um, of our time and our money um, in order to worship God. Um, effort as well. Uh, I sing in a choir, and that takes a lot of um, effort and practice. And uh, I believe those things are important for our own souls. Um, I believe that sacrifice is an important discipline, um, personal sacrifice. Uh, if you're giving and it doesn't feel like you're giving, um, it doesn't cost you anything, um, I feel like that's not enough. And in fact, um, you know, I've reached a point in my life where we have quite a bit of disposable income and 10% uh, doesn't feel like a sacrifice anymore, where it very definitely did uh, 10 years ago. It felt like we were giving more than we could afford or just on the line there. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, this is Psalm 50, uh, and it's, uh, it's talking about um, how God uh, views, um, you know, views our, uh, our sacrifices. And I think the thing is he, he truly honestly loves us and wants what's best for us. And um, that might mean giving up material things. Um, probably means that giving up material things um, is more important um, than uh, some of the other sacrifices uh, that people automatically think of when they think of religion. And it's one that, um, unfortunately, at least um, for Christianity, uh, we've got a very rough history with, um, with greed and materialism uh, um, that, uh, that we need to reckon with. Um, well, it's uh, another day, and I'm still doing the Psalms, uh, so I'll do another one tomorrow, uh, Lord willing.